I know the minister said at the event that you had in Durban yesterday that we're doing very well in terms of testing and treatment. So how bold can we get? Yes, thank you very much and good afternoon to you and your listeners. And thanks for the opportunity to talk about TB. We don't talk about TB very often and typically we only talk about it just either before or on World TB Day, which, as you said, is tomorrow. So we've been working quite hard to introduce new diagnostics, the gene experts to to test people for TB, and we've introduced new drugs, amongst them the Daquilin and the Laminate, for drug-resistant patients. Uh, And, you know, the consequence is that we have the largest number of uh, NDR patients now on the Daquilin in the world. So we are early adopters of new technology and new drugs. So that's the good news. However, you know, we still have a huge epidemic in the country. The World Health Organization estimates that we have about 460,000 new TB patients with TB newly infected annually. The challenge, Sabito, is that we only are able to find and treat about 260,000 of them which means that we are missing around 100,000 people with TB. Either they don't know that they have TB, or they have been diagnosed but don't get on treatment as quickly as possible, or they start treatment and then stop taking treatment. Now, what we want to do, and this is the new bold thing we want to do, we want to find at least 80,000 of those people between the 1st of April and the end of March next year. 1st of April this year and end of March next year test them and put them on treatment. We think that's the only way we'll be able to eliminate TB is by finding people and putting them on treatment on the one side. And on the other side, we need to do more to prevent people from getting and including uh, interventions like, you know, cough hygiene, coughing into your upper sleeve or into a tissue, washing hands frequently, keeping windows and doors open, especially in taxis and buses and trains. So we think there's a large number of things we can do um, better and more of in order to prevent people from getting TB. But once they get symptoms, which are basically coughing for longer than two weeks, night sweats, losing weight, chest pain, those are the you know cardinal symptoms of TB. And once you get those symptoms, we would really implore our people to get tested as quickly as possible. Hmm. Now, the, docu- the, the the event yesterday was then focusing on, lead, on leaders taking charge at all levels of society and mobilizing communities around the need to end TB in our lifetimes and certainly before 2030. So just in terms of the role that uh, community leaders, uh, elders, um, even, you, you know, those who are in a position to influence more people to get tested, what can they do? I mean, we'll be talking to Jerry Elston, who's one of your ambassadors in just a moment, but what can we do to encourage people to get tested so you are able to reach um, that goal that you've set for yourself? So. That's, a, that's very important because this is what we are trying to do now, is reaching out to all the leaders in society to get them to talk about TB, talk about the symptoms of TB, asking them to test for TB as well to reduce the stigma. You know, there's still a significant amount of 
are related to having TB. So we want them to talk about it in ways that reduce stigma, talk about it in ways that get people to get be aware of the symptoms of TB, and then to help us get people into our facilities to get tested for TB. And equally importantly, once people are tested, put on treatment, we want leaders to encourage people to take their treatment until they are negative, in, in, in a sense, that they are cured. Those are the things we are asking our leaders to assist us with. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Dr. Yogan Pele, Deputy Director General, Department of Health. So uh, we now on the line to Jerry Alston, who's International Ambassador for Stop TB, as well as the Health Department's uh, um, Ambassador to uh, end the uh, incidence and infection of tuberculosis. And I know you are an ambassador, Jerry, because you've, you know, you've run the mill. You have experienced... uh, uh, the treatment, etc., and all of the difficulties that comes with it. But I wanted to ask you specifically at this moment now, before we ask what you're going to be doing next, is there still stigma around TB? And uh, would you say you still experience that? Uh, thank you so much. It's been a while, so it's wonderful to be on again. And yes, it's uh, 16 years down the line, and I'm still standing on my tomato box. <laughs> um, the... Is there still stigma? Absolutely. Um, We mustn't forget that uh, the stigma attached to it is always based on fear. This is why people discriminate. And so because people are so uh, concerned and and afraid of, of what TB might mean to them, we tend to ostracize, discriminate, and therefore stigmatize others. And so we need to go back to the basics, Lisa, and we need to remind people that TB is 100% curable, um, that we need to begin to make it as common as the common cold so that all that stigma will, in fact, fall away. What are people afraid of, that you might cough and catch it? Why is it stigmatized? I think think they find, for for two things, you'll remember that uh, historically there has been stigma attached to, for example, people who are HIV positive. And for the longest time, it was believed that only people who, who uh, were HIV positive also had tuberculosis. We now know differently. We now know that, not, not we now know, we've educated people that, in fact, TB was around a long before HIV was even on our landscape. So that was the first entry for discrimination. And then the idea that people pass away from tuberculosis. Um, creates that fear and therefore stigma. I don't want it because it will kill me, so stay away from me. Mm. Except that TB has no borders. It's an airborne bacterium. So (laughs) there's not very far you can go from someone who has uh, Mm. TB. I mean, you know, your immune system is close, someone breathes, you breathe it in, and unfortunately, it's as simple as that. And for people with compromised immune systems like myself who's diabetic um, obviously that means that we're more in danger and I'd imagine that that would uh, discourage people which is actually kind of illogical why you don't want to get tested uh, because Mm. you could be at risk so how are you going to 
you know, rally the, the, the masses around, so to speak, because you yourself have spoken about the difficulties of the treatment, that it's long, it's got side effects. So how do you get people onto it to say, irrespective of all of these factors, uh, let's try and find out whether or not we do have it or we're susceptible? I must believe that more than anything else, Tapisa, we all are looking for the world to live, hope, um, and a desire to to spend our time on Earth as fruitfully as possible. And if Dr. Pillay had not mentioned it, um, one one of the, the big uh, uh, factors for us right now is to find as many fathers and men in our communities to um, heads of families to to push the gears and to help forge ahead with a fight against TB. We're finding that, um, I mean, I think, I think maybe 20% of the people who, are, who test are, are male, and we really need uh, the men in our lives to step up to the plate because they do bring families to clinics. That's how we're going to, 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 to combat TB. So how are you going to light up Table Mountain? <laughs> well, um, did uh, Dr. Pillay tell you about any of that? A or, little birdie told me you're going to tell me about I'm that. going to tell you. Yes. So, yes, so the Stop TV campaign had challenged um, the TV community around the world to um, do something significant, something big. And it was suggested, for example, that... Um, we paint the major cities of the world red for World TB Day. Uh, for ex- and I'll give you some of the landscape examples. Uh, Statue of Liberty, um, the Austa- Australian um, uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge, the Eiffel Tower. And so the Department of Health actually approached Sand Parks about Table Mountain, and they this week agreed to light up Table Mountain on Saturday evening between six and nine, uh, 7 and 9 p.m. for two hours um, to commemorate World TV Month and to highlight this. Um, we're needing to get creative, Tapisa, and I think this is a wonderful um, initiative, not just for the Department of Health, but for the other divisions and departments within government to get involved and to say, you know what, this is important enough uh, for us to get involved in.